All right. Hello, guys. My name is uh, Valerie. You can call me Valpaca or Val or Valpal, Valgal. Anyways, thank you so much for tuning in. Even if one person listens to this, that's that's awesome. Um, so I'm off to. I'm, it's been a rough. It's been a rough start, you know. Um, this is probably like my thirteenth time. I don't even know how many times I've tried to start this podcast. So the I had I reached my record the last one. I went up to thirteen minutes, and then I just, you know. I felt like I screwed the pooch and that and honestly this is also new to me that like when I went to go trim all the BS I got confused and I was just like you know what just let's just start over so um I don't know I think I'm just making it really difficult for myself because I feel like I'm trying to do like a one like stop shop like let like you know not edit this let's just just this is gonna be like the raw you know 100% Valpaca experience right now I uh, live right outside of D.C. in Maryland. Um, I've lived here my whole life. I love it. It is a melting pot, um, and I wouldn't trade that for the world. I am a server, bartender, cocktail server, and all that. Um, been in the industry for half my life, and then I, I, I really like it. You know, I went to college. I went to University of Maryland, and I, you know, I got that degree under my belt, but, you know, I just, I couldn't seem to leave the industry, you know, I, I get, you know, I'm, I like what I do, you know, um, like where I work, I'm able to completely be myself and have a lot of fun conversations and meet a lot of really cool people. Uh, they also have great health insurance where I work, so, I mean, that really keeps me, keeps me there, too. A uh, fun fact about me, um, since... 2005 when I started working when I was 15 <laughs> there's my age guys um I have worked at three restaurants first job I worked at was for three years second job was for eight and then I've been on my current one for about four and a half now so uh I'm a pretty pretty loyal bird um but in between that you know I always have like little side jobs uh when I was uh, like, nineteen twenty, I would, um, my friend got me hooked up with this gig at a Meriwether Post Pavilion, a concert venue near me, and, uh, there's this old man that, uh, sold cinnamon roasted almonds, uh, the company is called Nut and Better, and the dude paid me $20 an hour just to hand out samples, like, here, try my nuts, obviously I didn't say that, but of course, you know, I got enough nut jokes to last me a lifetime. But man, they're good though. The cinnamon roast almonds, I mean, like, it's honestly, you walk by the stand and you smell it and you're sold, you know? And also, it's it, it's a carny trick, you know? You try one of them and, like, melts in your mouth and you're just like, all right, let me, you know, pay $10 for this carrot-shaped bag of cinnamon roast almonds. Mm. It was an awesome little side job though. He also did some, like, craft festivals and, um... I was able to actually trade my nuts um, for different crafts. Like uh, one time I got this really cool dream catcher. I traded this lady for like two big old bags of, uh, you know, these uh, cinnamon roast almonds. I, there was also pecans, cashews, and all that jazz. I wonder how that man's doing now. You know, 
He's a good man. Uh, I also um, worked in like a DC nightlife for a brief time. You know, helped out my friend with a bottle service at his club. Got to look all cute, and, you know, have those sparkly bottles above my head, like bumping and, you know. Uh, the one thing is that I, you know, realized is just, um, I really like getting paid for going out. Like, that's how I see it. You know, like when I'm at work, like I work at a really fun, you know, like, um, you know, bar and, um, you know, we, we, we close really late and, you know, I'm, I'm there all night and, and I enjoy it. And it's, it's funny. Cause like, you know, I'm getting like, I'm having like the social experience too, but I'm getting paid for it. Everyone else is spending their money, but like, it's great. It's funny just because, like, in my downtime, like, I really don't even enjoy going to, like, bars like that. Um, I'm not even good at it, I don't think. Like, honestly, I have two sour apple martinis, and I'm like, let me, I I just want to eat a freaking big pizza and just, I don't even know. I don't know. It's been a while since I've really been out in, like, uh, D.C. I really want to go back into D.C. It's been a while. Um, I got out of, I just recently, um, got out of a very, um, serious, like, five-year relationship. Um, it was, uh, it was a, uh, mutual, you know, breakup. I'll tell you, man, uh, one thing in life that I learned from, from this experience of, 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 of splitting up is, is you got to listen to your gut. Because honestly, the man that I was with, he was awesome. And he is awesome. And you know, it, it was a really cordial breakup. It's just my gut would not shut up. It was so bad. I don't know when it started, but it, it kept on being like, something's not right. Something's not right. And I was... <laughs> It was driving me crazy because I'm like, stop, everything is fine. There's nothing wrong, you know, like, you know, this is, this is where I want to be. And my gut was like, no, this isn't right. This, this isn't, you're going to be your life, you know? And I went through months of just this battle between, and it's just no fun. If you freaking, if you ignore your gut, your gut is going to put you through the ringer. I'm telling you, man, my God, I was so sick, like... You know, it's it goes further than like you know. It's not depression. It's just this constant anxiousness. You know, you just and it's so crazy because like you know, once it was over, you know, like finally officially over because that stuff doesn't ending a relationship with five years. It doesn't just happen like that. You know, um, like once it once it ended, I was like my conscious. Where my conscious, what was it? My gut. I swear, it wasn't even my conscious. My conscious, my subconscious, my heart, I feel like all were like, bruh, you need this relationship. This is your life. This is what you want. Like, you know, this is the love, you know, that you deserve and everything like that. But my gut was still over here like, mm-mm, no. Like, you fucked up. No, no, stop, stop. And then once it was officially over, I swear, it was just such so ridiculous how it works. It was my gut, like the thoughts like I sound crazy but like we're like cool bro good job done now I was finally able to just think again you know for so long I just wanted to be able to think about random things you know just anything 
you know, like I was at, you know, like being at the bank, you know, I just wanted to, sometimes you just want to think about nothing, you know, but when you're, when something in your life is not quite right, when you're not on your right path, I mean, I don't know if it's just me, I mean, but like your, your, your gut tells you if there's something wrong, you know, Oh, it was hard. But anyways, honestly, it's for the best. And I still, I, I do, I love him and he like loves me, but we just know that our futures are, are not with each other. And that's cool. So yeah, there, there's been a lot going on. Um, like, I mean, yes and no, but this is a podcast too coming in hot because honestly, my first one got cut short. Um, I still don't really exactly know what I'm doing, so I uh, I ended it, and then I didn't know how to go back and continue it, but basically, I just wanted to conclude my first episode via my second episode, I guess, and just say, like, thank you for listening to whoever is out there and listening, and I promise you, good fellow... <laughs> that is good it'll get better you know like yeah it's uh it's not easy but um you know I, I I was listening to a podcast a couple days ago and it's it's called uh podcast outside and it's just two guys that set up a table and they uh they have a little sign that says like come talk to us for a dollar and the whole podcast is just them sitting down and just waiting for people to come up and talk to them. And I love it. Honestly, it's genius. And it's it's just, you know, so random. But the guys, they do a great job. So shout out to uh, Podcast Outside. And thank you for uh, kind of helping me and inspire me to create my own podcast. And, you know, don't really hold a candle to you, but, you know, I, I try, you know. Um, I, I want to tell you guys a story. I, I have so many, but you know, I'm, I'm podcast shy. I don't know. You know, this is new. Um, but I feel like it's getting a little easier. Um, I am a very, uh, I'm a free spirit and I really like it that way. I, uh, I'm not tied down to any particular, you know, beliefs about anything. I was never brought up with a, uh, organized religion. My parents always, uh, just said to me when I, when I was, like, really little and I'd ask, like, why don't we go to church on Sundays or whatever? My parents were just like, yo, just be a good person. Just be respectful and, you know, be happy have good manners and you're going to be just fine. And I was like, all right, cool. And that's, uh, that's the way I've always been, you know. I'm um, very, very uh, respectful and polite. And um, I love uh, transferring, like, uh, my positive energy, my vibe to others. I, I really enjoy doing that. It's uh, kind of difficult um, to express that or uh you know show you guys that in the podcast because I'm still an awkward bird and uh trying to just figure out you know what I'm doing here 
It's like I know what I'm doing here. I, I want I want to I just I want to reach out to the world and just be like, what's up? Hey, my name is Valerie, and and but I got some stuff to say. But yeah, and I do. I just feel like you know, it, it's just it's like verbal journaling. You know, it's just like the more you do it, the the easier it's gonna get. And I do apologize because I feel like a lot of this podcast is just me talking about doing the podcast. But hey, you know, if if this is passing your time, I thoroughly, you know, I'm so appreciative. Um, and I gotta stop saying um, but whatever. Uh, anyways, uh, I from a young age always knew that like uh, I was. I never belonged to a clique or like a group, you know, whatever you call it when you were younger. Uh, I was talking to this, uh, to a coworker earlier today. I don't know how we got on the subject, but, um, uh, when I was in elementary school, there were these girls that, uh, I was friends with them, but I feel like I was friends with them all like kind of individually, like when they were in like a group together, they weren't that nice to me. But like, if I had a class with like one or the other, you know, they, we'd be cool, you know? Uh, but they had this group, and I, I mean, it's super lame, but it was called, uh, it was the Baby Club, right? I mean, I'm talking like, just third or fourth grade. And it was just a, a little thing that, you know, they did, like, they just talked like babies for all of recess. I don't know. It was, and I, you know, I wanted to be in the group. And they made me try out put me through the ringer, like, you know, you have, and I'm, I get, I was, I, I was, like, trying to, uh, show them, like, how I was trying to talk like a baby, I'm not good at talking like a baby, like, oh, just talk like this, I don't even know, anyways, um, but I failed, they told me, they're like, no, nah, you can't be in the group, and I was bummed, and then I, you know, I, you know, I just kind of was, you know, like, walked away and found a friend, you know, just another, just random friend. And I, I was talking to him and I was like, you know what? I don't think that I'll, I will ever be in a group. I don't think I, I don't even want to be in a group. You know, I want, cause I, you know, I look around the playground and I see all these different people that like, I could go walk up to like any of them and say, Hey, and like be cool. Um, but I don't need to constrict myself to just one group of people. Like, nah, man, I, I need to spread my awesome blossom seed across the world. And that's how I've always been. Like, honestly, you know, like in middle school and high school, you know, I, I, I had some like, you know, like best friends, but like, I also just had like, just sprinkle of friends everywhere. I never had like a, a really big group. I feel like the people in like the, in those like close knit groups, I feel like some of them are just miserable, you know? Um, I was like a free bird. You know, and I like it like that. I also am really happy that I started working when I was 15 because the restaurant that I worked at, there was a lot of like young people that worked there too. And, and it was, it was really fun and I got to meet so many people and, um, it was, it was a good time. I think that like, I, one of like the things that I, I just, I am most grateful for is starting to work as young as I did. Because I feel like it's helped me develop into the responsible, uh, I don't know, chick that I am today. I mean, I, you know, whatever. Anyways, um, 
you know, uh, I had to start working, though, because my parents weren't going to pay for anything. Like, I turned 15, and they're like, you can get a job and pay for everything. And I was like, well, shit, if I want to go hang out with my friends, if I want to go to the movies, like, my parents are going to give me money for it. So, uh, you know, I'm just going to work for it. And then, honestly, like, I mentioned in my first podcast episode, episode, like, restaurants have always been, like, fun, you know? So, really, it was just, like, working on a Friday, Saturday night, like, instead of, you know, going out to the movies or, you know, whatever. I was, I was having fun at work. You know, some of us would hang out after work too and everything, but eh, not, you know, it was also, I mean, there's a whole other story about the first restaurant I worked at. Actually, it was not that good of an idea to hang out with some of those people after work. Like at work, they were fine, but some of them got into some bad things and I was still like really young. Um, actually wrote a short story about this restaurant. Let's just go ahead and let me just talk about this. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I started working when I was 15 and a lot of the, my coworkers, you know, smoked, smoked weed and, um, some of them did some other like hard stuff. I was kind of like oblivious. I didn't even know what smoking a bowl was. Honestly, when I was 15, I thought that maybe you held like a cereal bowl up to your face and inhaled like I had no idea and that was okay with that you know um and it the over the course it happened so quickly too there were some bad drugs that got into that restaurant and it went from like a cool like party like um like fun vibe to kind of like people were kind of uh, strung out and it, it got weird um and I uh wrote a short story about it back in a creative writing class and it's pretty much it the main character was pretty like me and um it was about how you know I would go to work like you know I'd enjoy work but after work I would go to my best friend's house instead of going out and like doing you know drugs with them the others uh and how basically I'm not saying the story right but the since I came into the restaurant already with like a pretty strong like idea sense of like confidence in who I was, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, swept up in, uh, getting, you know, convinced or pressured into, like, you know, doing, you know, I mean, I was 15, so, like, you know, I'm not gonna start, you know, drinking and stuff, I, I just, you know, whatever, um, I'd rather, I'd rather go over to my friend, you know, my friend's house, I had a best friend, uh, and go on, look, you know, on on Zanga or or play Rummy Five Hundred, whatever. Meanwhile, there's another uh, person that kind of started working around the same time as me that uh, he didn't really have a really big. Uh, he was shy, you know, so and he was like kind of easily manipulated. These people kind of like you know he felt accepted by them, but they introduced him to all these drugs, and before you know it. He's just, you know, just addicted to, to drugs, and they all were, and honestly, like, in a result, I think at least three of them have died from overdoses. Luckily, I was, um, 
I wasn't working there when it got really that bad. I only worked there for, I think it was like almost three years. Uh, I actually got fired from that job, even though I did, I, I loved it, you know, like, um, despite all like the, the hard drugs, there were still like a lot of like young people that were like, like just awesome. Uh, I, uh, actually got, yeah, I got fired from that job. Uh, it was, uh, th- so on Sundays it was, they called it lawless Sundays. Whereas, um, pretty much management was like, you know, 22 years old and they didn't give crap at what they did. They, I don't even know. It was just, you did whatever you want. It was like, there was no rules. Anyway, um, a lot of other coworkers would put food under like the manager's number and it was fine, you know, just get a, you know, free meal. So, of course, like, I do it, and, like, my manager had, like, a power trip and was, like, sent me home, and, and I was so devastated, because, like, honest, I was, like, I'm a, a good kid, like, I was, I, I got a, I wanted a cheeseburger, for God's sakes. Anyway, so he fired me, and, um, so, I am, in a way, a, a hamburglar, which, uh, comical relief to it. At the time, it was devastating, but, you know... The next day, I started my job that I worked at for eight years, where it was just even better, much better atmosphere. Um, and meanwhile, the other restaurant just went completely down the tubes. And actually, not recently, it has, has closed in its doors for good. Um, I do apologize, my uh, two or three listeners that are actually <laughs> listening to this, uh, if that uh, story wasn't uh, that properly told but you know um this is uh this is podcast number two guys so don't expect you know all the bells and whistles but we'll get there we will we will get there you know um my 18th (laughs) this just reminds me of I don't know I hopefully whoever's listening has seen Mad Men but um Roger Sterling one of these uh, bosses of this big Madison Avenue uh, advertisement agencies in the 60s. He's trying to put together his uh, his memoirs, Sterling's Gold. And uh, this kind of just reminds me of that. Like, I'm just kind of uh, Valerie's uh, musings, if you will. Uh Shout out to uh, anyone who is uh, almost 30, like me. Feels good, though. You know, I really, when I was, like, in the early 20s, I was like, I don't even, I didn't even want to hit 30. I was like, I don't ever want to be 30. And now I'm like, you know what? I got a good handle on life. Pretty good handle. More or less, you know, trying new things like this podcast and uh, just, it's cool, you know. I just, I can't get over, though, the fact that just music these days, guys, I just can't. I don't understand it, you know, like, and I am so appreciative people that listen to, to good music, in my opinion, good music, which would be, I'll, I'll plethora of music. I mean, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s. I kind of taper off around 2015. I just stopped understanding the music, really. I, I did. I and, and that's okay. And I accept that. And I, I've got a lot of music under my belt, you know. 
There's a lot of good stuff out there. Um, I just really... I just wish that there was, like, a bar that I knew about that just played... Or even, like, a place. Like, just... That just played really good music all the time. That doesn't... And then, that also just wasn't necessarily surrounded by, like, drinking. I don't even know if a place like that exists. But, like, maybe a bowling alley? I don't know. Or, you know, I guess that would be a concert. But, like, I don't know. Me Or maybe... Oh, no. I'm thinking of a club. I would, like... To go to, like, a club. Because I just want, you know, a social atmosphere that's just playing, like, 90s rock. And, or 70s or 60s. Just all of it. Just all of it. And just, and just enjoy it like I do. It's just so good. And it makes you feel, you know, the nostalgic value of good music. Like, you know, and, and, and kudos to you and whatever music you listen to. I, re- I respect everyone's music choice because if it makes you feel something you know that's that's all that matters you know my mom got to go to a tool concert the other day she uh she she stopped my by my apartment she's shooting the shit and she was like um she's a pretty hip lady and she definitely like you know introduced me to a lot of the music but I guess she just didn't doesn't know like the names of bands she was like you know have you ever heard of Tool I'm like uh yeah of course whatever she goes yeah I'm so I'm going on a date I'm gonna go see them and I'm like what she goes do you think I know any of their music I'm like of course you do so like I go on you know Spotify and I and shout out to Spotify for freaking putting Tool out there or just Tool for allowing Spotify whoever did whatever however Tool has gotten on Spotify, thank thank you. Because honestly, I had a, a couple years ago, I even made a playlist called The Fix Without Tool because it was pretty much a perfect circle and like bands, some, like, you know, close enough to Tool because there was no Tool. Um, I thought that was pretty clever. Fix Without Tool. Yeah. Um, once I put on um, the, you know, sober and whatever other um schism tool my mom was like oh my god this is them I'm like yes you lucky lady you you know she was I was like I'm excited for you you know like shit I want to go see tool I looked up the prices and I was like yeah I'm good I'll you know I'm a I'll have my own little party at home so yeah that's pretty cool and my mom, like, you know, she told me all about the concert. She goes, it was awesome. It's like, she didn't know, like, half the music, but they put on a really good show. Lights and, and all that, all that jazz without the jazz. There's this lady at the bar today. I really, I, I try to relate to this lady, but she's, she was kind of a bitch. I'm sorry, but, like, I, um, it was, like, I was in between talking to, like, two different guests. Like, this lady and then this other, like, like much nicer lady. Uh, we were talking about, like, uh, music preferences. It all started, um, when I talked about my, uh, my 10-year reunion, uh, last year. There is, so, it was at this bar, and, um... You know, class of 2008, you know, reunion. It should 
you would think that they would have like a DJ playing like music of, you know, that the general era, era, but no. They had this and don't get me wrong, I like 80s music, you know, but at this reunion there was um the band they had was the Reagan Years. How does that make any sense? You're at class of 2008, the band, the stupid 80s, I mean, like, some people really like them, but, like, and they were good, but, like, dude, give me some freaking, like, you know, it's 2008, like, give me some freaking Fat Joe, Ashanti, I don't know, uh, uh, Blink-182, and, uh, Soldier Boy, and, uh, whatever the hell we were listening to, you know, I was so upset. Anyways, so, um, this lady, uh, was talking, so I, I don't know, I got to talk about, I was like, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, like, I, you know, because this one lady was like, oh, 80s music is awesome, though, you know, I'm like, yeah, I know, get, don't get me wrong, you know, and I, I grew up with, like, a lot of, like, classic rock and stuff, like, Led Zeppelin, like, Pink Boy, and this lady was like, I got in a fight with, uh, my roommate, who uh, who just love Pink Floyd and I hate them and I'm like you hate Pink Floyd like in my head I'm like oh my goodness but again like you know you know whatever it's just up to you you know um she's so like that's cool and then I asked her I was like so what like eighties band do you like and you know she said some like uh Depeche Mode and Tears for Fears and all this stuff and I don't know I just got this really weird vibe. And the story really isn't going anywhere, but, um, I don't know. It's just, I just, I think that me liking Pink Floyd really, like, screwed the pooch with, it, with her. I don't know, it just, like, surfaced some, like, deep-seated, like, hatred towards her old roommate. I don't know. She gave me three on 24, and I was like, all right. Good day, lady. Go on with your bad self. On to the next one. Bad tips don't really, you know, I... That, they don't really get me that down. Um, there's always, you know, the next one. It's just, it's funny sometimes when you look at a bad tip, you're like, huh. Alright. Whatever. Although sometimes it can be frustrating. Especially, like, uh, when you're tipping out, you know, because say somebody racks up, like, you know, a $100 check and tips you, like, $5. You're not you make zero dollars because you have to tip out the busser, the bar back, the food runner, the bartender. So, um, sometimes you even, it's terrible, but you lose money. I mean, not often, not the restaurant that I work at. I obviously would not work there if this was the case, but you know, imagine, you know, a table, you know, a check's like 300 bucks and then they leave you $10. You literally end up owing the restaurant money because you are tipping out on those sales. Not on the tip that you got. Anyway, just a little food for thought for y'all out there. Well, I'm pretty proud. I'm on 22 minutes here. We're cruising. Cruising for a bruising over here. I watched Grease the other night. I fired up my George Foreman grill. Had a turkey burgers and just, you know, lit, lit my, uh, my Bath and Body Works candles and had a nice little, little dance party in my apartment. I do love my apartment. It is my little sanctuary. It's very comfortable, you know. I uh I love decorating. I love I love uh thrifting in a way. I mean, I'm not like, you know, crazy about it, but um like offer up and uh 
like let go man I cleaned house like anyway I mean tastefully my mom was like don't clutter your apartment I'm like I'm not I'm not I'm just getting my ducks in a row I just really like it and like it's cool like I did so well on like offer up um with all like my furniture that like the two things I splurged on was like the tv and uh and the dyson my uh my vacuum my cordless like magenta like bright purple vacuum I love that thing it's amazing. So, yeah. Um, it is just a rainy, cold night in, uh, in Maryland right now. And wherever you are, I hope it's uh, sunny and filled with sunshine and lollipops and rainbows. Ooh, I like this. So I've got Spotify one right now, and the, and like I swear it's like the genius mode only comes on like so randomly, um, throughout like I I you never know when it's gonna pop up, but it's like the thing where it gives you all the uh, little fun facts about the song. So right now, uh, Foo Fighters is one, uh, Everlong, classic, um, and it goes in between like showing you the lyrics and um, cool little facts. Let's see what's once uh, coming up. Why now it's just lyrics. Mm. Grohl came up with the guitar riff during preliminary sessions for the album at a studio outside of Seattle. Grohl told Kerrang, it was beautiful, but you were really isolated. I don't know. It just cut off. I'm not that fast at reading. Anyways. All right. All right. All right. Let's get back on track. Ain't got any of this beer left. Anybody out there like beer? You might say I'm a I'm a hop head. <laughs> uh, I do. I I like IPAs despite the fact that they give me headaches. It's it's sad, but I I power through. Uh, my favorite drink, however, is um, is mules. Ain't no rules when you're drinking mules. A good old Moscow mule. I got my copper mug, my Tito's, little bitters, lime juice. It's just so good. Mm. I went to um, this uh, restaurant a week ago or so, and uh, they had a spicy mule. Mm. Spicy mule, spicy margarita. Good stuff. A little spice in your life. I used to never like spicy food. Or spicy, I guess not spicy drinks, but like. But now, you know, I got, got a bottle of Cholula in the cupboard, you know, in the cabinet. Do I call it a cupboard? Who am I? Cupboard. Um, I think I think I want to sign off. I I don't I'm gonna stop all my head. I don't think I'm really ahead, but like you know, I just I I'm getting more comfortable. You know, I'm sitting on the couch. I got my beer. Got my Foo Fighters on. House plants thriving. You know, God, even just one plant in your house, it's just you know you water it and it grow and it's just it's just magical. You know. Can't, I don't really want any pets, but, you know, I think I might get a second plant. I don't know if I'm ready for that commitment, but, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm not even going to trim the fat, or attempt to trim this uh, video. I'm just going to, you know, full disclosure, just put it out there in hopes that someone out there is bored enough or interested enough in in my life to, to listen to this. 
I'd be boosted, honestly, if, if, if one person listened to this. I, it's all good, you know? It, it, it feels good. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop off now. Probably put back on my stories, you know? Mad Men. I'm on my third rewatch now, so I got all those Easter eggs. Uh, it's good stuff. Anywho, I, um, just wanna thank you again if you made it through this for listening and uh stay tuned for a uh, a third podcast you know uh cuz i'm a pringle once a pop i can't stop that's what i used to call myself in my clubbing days oh yeah oh good old 2012 man mm. all right guys have a wonderful evening or day or whatever time of day whatever it is you're listening to or this too, whatever. Buenos noches, mi amor. <laughs>